Hello and welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Scream, the podcast where we drink coffee and talk about all the things that make you scream. Today, as always, I am joined by my two marvelous, <laughs> two marvelous co-hosts. Oh. Viva <laughs> La Viva. Melissa. Hi, it's Viva. What's going on? And Dave Gear. The sugar is kicking in. Oh my yeah. gosh. That, no, the, that was funny. I'm Where so did sorry. you think I was going with that? No, I was looking at him. <laughs> Where did you think I was going with that? I don't know. You just said scary. And I, went, <laughs> I know. And it was funny. And he's a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I almost laughed way too loud. Oh my gosh. That was funny. Okay. Hi. Hi. Hello. Welcome to episode. I even forget of Coffee Four? and Scream. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. One, two, three. Yeah. Four. 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 Yeah. Love that for us. It's a milestone. Once you hit episode four, you are in it for the long haul. Honestly, you're not wrong. I'm here for it, in it. We we know you're here because you're right here. Yeah. Am I? You can see me? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, you guys. She hasn't escaped through the long hatch door. I know. Hi, everybody. Oh, my gosh. It's good to be back. It is. It's good to have you back. It's good to be back here with all of y'all. Honestly, it's so much fun. I don't know if you guys get it from, like, listening and watching, but we genuinely have a really good time. Even though it's, like, a very spooky thing, but it's still very much caffeinated, so. And what a topic we have today to discuss, because this is one that was actually suggested by Dave Gear, not Dave Gear, but Mr. Dave Gear Sr., Dave's father, Woo! suggested this topic, and we thought this is really good because we've never really delved into the field of cryptozoology. Ooh. And we have a list of some of the most famous West Virginia cryptids, which is our home state, Dave and I, and the state that we are currently in. So there's a lot of cryptids in West Virginia, but I want you guys to just imagine, sit in your, in, your, in your brain really fast, close your eyes, and I want you to imagine you're walking through the woods. You see all the trees and the leaves and the twigs cracking under your feet. The cold breeze blowing through the trees as you walk. And in that moment, you hear a sound <gasps> from the distance that you've never heard in your life. Do you run? And that's what we're gonna be talking about today. (laughs) There's a lot of people out there in the world that have seen and heard strange and unusual things, things that could be cryptid creatures, things Mm -hmm. that may have dwelled here on Earth for Mm -hmm. a long time, or even things that have come from other planets. That's right. So, what do you guys think? Do you guys believe in cryptids? I do, and I will say uh, just briefly before I move on into that, um, that scenario already in my head, I was like, I'm gone. You're like, this happens, and that you're going through all of that. I'm already in the car. (laughs) I'm already in the car, and it started, and I'm driving, and you better hurry up or I'm leaving you. So you didn't lose your keys? No. Oh, that's good. I did not lose my keys. Not this time. (laughs) Not ever. We, you lost your keys after the Marietta Paranormal Expo. We had to walk you. you remember, you couldn't find your keys, literally. After that expo, you had, you did not know where your keys were. I don't need y'all calling me out like this, okay? <laughs> this was supposed to stay between us. 
Okay. And Amaya was so. Oh my God. Okay. And it's so stupid. Okay. So really quick. I, okay. So maybe they might be calling me out for a good reason. Um, yeah. I lost my keys and, um, you know, cause I'm an adult. Everybody loses their keys. Give me a break. And, um, they were, what were they like in my purse or like my, like they were re- literally within the vicinity of me at all times. Yeah. And I still was like, I can't find them. I, yeah, I, gave I up. can't remember where we in, where you ended up finding them, but it was like, <gasps> no, they were in my car. They were in your car, That's yeah, right. because my car was unlocked. They were in my car. The whole expo, a public <laughs> event with hundreds of people. It was, there was close to a thousand people that showed up that day, wasn't there? Yeah. To be fair, you were quite spread thin that day. Just from like all the the preparations and stuff like that. I know, I know, it was a lot. But uh, but yeah, the keys are in my car. Um, I won't ever do that again. Technically, I didn't lose them. I just misplaced them. There is a difference. True. It's very true. Yes. <laughs> You're just lucky that you didn't have a, a big Bigfoot take your car. Calling me out like that. Who do you think he is? <laughs> so back to the the Dave to my question. Yes. Do you believe and have you ever had an experience? You're in, you love to camp. I do. Ever since you were a kid, you have loved to be in the woods. You've loved to go out and be with be one with nature. One. Mm-hmm. And leave your mark on nature, like in Missouri. Um, but God, he's just calling all of us <laughs> out today. Damn! <laughs> we're not going to elaborate anymore on that, so it's not a call out. Oh, but... excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. It's part of the coffee experience. <laughs> But do you believe in cryptids? To a point, yes. To, to a, a point. point. Some of these ones that are coming up here today, absolutely not. Well, I don't know. We'll have to read about them first. But like, if we're talking about like Bigfoots or something like that, I would have to say yes. But some of the uh, some of the ones out there are a little bit strange for me, like Skinwalkers, things like that. Just a little too far-fetched for me personally. I have uh, a skinwalker story. I don't have a skinwalker story, but I fully believe in the whole lore with skinwalkers. Yeah. Well, I guess really, to be honest, I don't even know the true definition of a skinwalker. So maybe we can get into Ooh, that. Oh, yes. We need to get into that for sure, for sure. Because it's terrifying. Uh, what about you? Well, and I, I agree with you to an extent on the skinwalkers. I feel like skinwalkers have become such a cultural phenomenon nowadays with the age of the internet, and people are searching for anything that they can claim to be a skinwalker. And a lot of people will post videos that is nothing more than just a natural part of animal behavior and mm-hmm. say, this animal's acting strange, it's a skinwalker. And that's when it gets a little bit too far-fetched for me. You know, like I saw a video just yesterday of someone they posted skinwalker in my backyard and it was just an a deer shedding its antlers. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's like dumb. Shaking its head and then yeah. the antler fell off and you know, so it was just a deer shedding its antlers. Yeah, that's you know, normal. Some people take it way too far, but the, I I definitely I think there is something to that. I mean, nature is such a mysterious thing. I mean, the the world is such a mysterious place. Mm-hmm. It is. I guess just my thing with it is is when I see certain youtube channels out there and every third video is something skinwalker something skinwalker getting attacked by a skinwalker getting i don't know i'm just like really like at that point i'm just like it's just gotta be something fake that they're using for views yeah or just a click word yeah oh yeah um and it, it is it's it's an easy thing when you're out in nature to have a strange experience and hear strange things because let's be honest that's part of the reason why we've never done a video of us looking for cryptids 
in in nature because when you're investigating the paranormal in a haunted building you know you're the only person in that haunted building you know if you rent it privately but if you're out in nature looking for cryptids you don't know what other animals are out there in those trees in the darkness watching you and you don't know what other contamination is out there you could have bear you could have deer you could have who knows what other creatures that are out there making noise and it's it's an easy thing to do when you hear a noise in the woods to say it's scary but it could just be a rabbit you know yeah could be that's why we've never done it because we feel like it would be disingenuous to try and go out there and and go cryptid hunting for one night and act like every noise we hear is a is some sort of supernatural crazy phenomena yeah, in the words of Jason McKinney, if something comes out of that tree line bigger than a bread loaf, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I think the exact words were, which we can put the clip in here, which I can provide for you, Dave, but I think his exact words were, I'm watching that tree line. Dave. Whatever comes out of there is bigger than a bread loaf, I'm going in that tree. <laughs> yeah. oh my god oh his one line you guys just need to make an episode of just amazing one-liners from him because it's so good we could we definitely could oh my god <laughs> which i'm pretty sure that was a stray dog when we were investigating a haunted cemetery i'm pretty sure that was a, like a dog because we heard i think there was some sort of stray dog out there running around in the trees that was we it heard. a dog i think it may have been a dog i think uh, but anyway jason sure? Maybe. I don't know. It might have been a skinwalker. Oh. Mm. Jason is just absolutely terrified of things that are in... Not terrified, but he gets freaked out by things that are in nature. Um, yeah. Anything that he can't see that could come out of there and hurt him, you know. And I've been listening to a lot of other podcasts about, like, recently about real, like, real survival stories I've been listening to on Spotify. And there's a couple of different episodes where people get attacked by bear. And that's just terrifying. That might be one of my, like, out of all the animals to be afraid of, I think the one I might actually be afraid of is a bear. Yeah, bear are terrifying. That's one of the reasons when I go camping, it's one of the things I'm most leery about is is a bear coming along because they get one little sniff of something you're eating and they want it. Mm -hmm. It's over. Or if you're hiking through the woods and you happen to accidentally put yourself between a mama bear and her cub. Yeah. You're done. Oh, yeah. That's that, why I am more afraid of things that are alive than I am things that are dead, like the paranormal. I would much rather deal with the paranormal than to have to deal with something that's alive that could potentially literally kill me. Agreed. Cryptid yeah. or not. Mm -hmm. uh, I agree. That's like when we're filming the show, people make fun of me. They're like... Dave's uh, Dave's not afraid of a demon, but a spider comes at him. He's dead. And absolutely, like... You don't know what kind of spider that is. Mm -mm. It could be poisonous. It could be. Mm. You could be allergic to spider bites. Even the most, like, little teeny tiny, oh, that's nothing. You get bit by a spider, you're going to lose a toe. Mm -hmm. Don't nobody want to risk that? Mm -hmm. I don't even care if it's daddy long legs. Like, <laughs> keep that thing away from me. Yeah. No, thank you. I've had actually quite a few investigations where I've come out with spider bites. I mean, that's something that is behind the scenes that people don't know about. But like what? when we investigated Edinburgh Manor in Iowa, I had literally spider bites all over my like I had a huge one on my neck that swelled up my whole arm on my left side. When we did the squirrel cage jail, I was in so much pain because my whole arm, I had one bite on my bicep and one bite on my forearm. And you can ask Dave, literally, he was like, maybe we should take you to the hospital because my whole arm was red and puffy and swollen. And I was trying to film and investigate the entire time with my arm literally just swelled up. That's disgusting. Yeah, that was that was a painful one. And of um, course he wouldn't go get it checked no. out. 
I just I was like, well, if it's still like this in three days, men. If it's still like this in three days, then I'll go get checked men. out. But like, and it did eventually start to the swelling went down and it went away. But I had I had those bite marks on my arm for like close to a year afterwards. It was a long. You time. could see the red oh bumps. Oh my god! And then when we did um, when we did the. Uh, Mineral Springs Hotel. I was filming B-roll in the basement, and I must have stepped in a spider nest because I had bites all up my shins and calves. And you're lucky it wasn't a, one of those brown recluse nests. I know that they do have there. Yeah, they told us on the tour. They said we do have brown recluses here, and we're like, oh, that's just lovely. And for those of you that don't know what a brown recluse spider it is, is it is the spider where the venom will literally eat your tissue. That's so disgusting it'll like yeah eat away at your tissue and you can have like muscle degeneration and like flesh degeneration and craziness so i was lucky it wasn't that but it was it was quite itchy the rest of the night and the next few days you're making my skin crawl can we talk about the mug of the day (laughs) oh my god i hate spiders so long story short i tend to have not only am i uh more likely than most to fall down i'm also more likely than most to step in a spider nest oh my god no, thank you. Yeah, no thanks. No, thank you. I'll leave that to you for sure. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, mug of the day. Let's talk about it. What are we drinking out of today, guys? Mugs. We're drinking out of mugs. <laughs> Which one is the one that you have for today? The one that I have two for today. Two for today. My, I'm sure y'all have seen this one before if you've been following the channel and the live streams. But this is my Eek Scary, Eek Scary Pumpkin Mug. Eek scary pumpkin mug. Mm-hmm. That one's cute, though, honestly. Thank I like you. the different moods that they're in. Yeah, they're v- all me. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. Mm-hmm. I could see that. See, mine is kind of the same as uh, his in a way. Uh, I didn't get the coordinating text I, message. Yeah, you didn't get the memo. Um, so I have these beautiful little pumpkins. This is like a Halloween mug. It's the ombre black into orange. Um, it's got the little hats and the little smiles. Everybody's so happy. There's some ghosts <laughs> on it as well. It's very much me. You might end up losing that one because I like that. That is a very nice <laughs> mug. I mean, I will let you keep it. I'm not going to do We can take this outside. I'll scrap you for this mug. I just bought two new mugs today, but... She needs no. training anyway for her, for her Elon Musk fight. I know. I'm coming for you, Elon. <laughs> First season desist. <laughs> yes. You and Grimes. I take both of y'all on. That's a baby mama. Oh, okay. Yeah. My mug of the day... What you got? ...is a very cool mug. I like it. It's very, very, I guess... It's not as busy as, as your all's mug, but mine just says, the para- paranormal is my normal. And it has a ghost and some skulls and some... I like that so, too. paranormal is my normal. There we go. Okay, so here's the thing. If I give you guys this mug, can I have both of yours? No. Okay, Well, mine we was a gift, so I can't, okay. I can't give it away. Mine was a gift from my lovely girlfriend, Miranda. Miranda tends to gift me mugs. I'll fight her too. Mine was also a <laughs> gift from... Myself. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Okay, well, we can't trade mugs. But who do you think has the best mug for today, yeah. though? What Put do y'all it down think? in the comments. Lift who, your mug up, Ryan. Come who on, they has, need to see Yeah. They need to see it. Who has the gotta, best mug? Clink. <laughs> clink. There we go. Cheers to another coffee. And Woo! cheers to another scream. <laughs> Sorry. Ouch. <laughs> Sorry for y'all's ears. <laughs> <sighs> Apparently, we're taking part in a synchronized sighing competition. We here. are. What we're on the that? same wavelength. I love that. 
I think we are. We're in the same wavelength today. <sighs> okay, so. Into the cryptids. Let's get into it. Let's, Already? We're just going to dive right in? Well, what, I mean, what else do we have? Well, let's okay. talk about what we've done this week. Okay. So Anything special since the last time we recorded Podcast Viva that you'd like to share with us? I don't think anything has really changed. Um, still potty training. That's always fun. Um, nothing too exciting. I am, once again, um, just like really happy to be here. And of course, I do tours at the Anchorage, and I actually work there this weekend. Um, always have something spooky going on so always it's just it's just like the basic stuff for me the just the usual stuff but it's still spooky nonetheless and we're gonna do some event planning over there this year aren't we yes yes we are we are planning on having them come to the anchorage mansion yes so be watching for those and there's also talk about filming a podcast there maybe Mm, maybe you never know maybe you never know. <laughs> if you guys haven't checked out the Anchorage Mansion, definitely look it up. It's in Marietta, Ohio. And if you guys haven't checked out their episode there, it's a beautiful place, honestly. Even if you don't think about like the paranormal aspect of it, there's a lot of history in regards oh, yeah. to that mansion. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, we've done three episodes there. Yes. It's like home. It, it is. is. Now we're on the same wavelength. We are. I love it. I'd but love yeah. to live there, though. I know. We should just... Maybe we could spend the night. Ooh. An overnight podcast. We could do an overnight (gasps) podcast. Overnight podcast slash live stream. Ooh, that'd be fun. We just sit and we talk and people come into the chat and they ask us questions and we just off the cuff the entire night. (gasps) That would be cool as hell. That would be. That would be. Maybe see if any of the ghosts will come and interact with us on the podcast. We can have equipment around and everything. That would be fun. Let us know in the comments if you guys want to see this. And also... Be watching out because we are going to have events where we get to all investigate together and sell tickets. You guys can come and investigate with us, and it'll be a lot of fun. Investigate with Viva, investigate with Dave, investigate with me at the Anchorage Mansion in Marietta, Ohio. I'm a hot mess in real life, just so you guys know. (laughs) This isn't just for the cameras and the microphone, I promise you. I'm a hot freaking mess, and I love it. I am. That's why we all get along. I think we're all hot messes. I know. Look at us. And then... Oh, I just totally missed your Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I would reach that way, but then that would involve me having to, like, like slap him. Yeah, Yeah. slap him in order to... So... Sure, yeah. Yeah. Just give him a high five for me. Okay, thank you. There we go. There we go. What's been going going on in your week, Ryan? In in my week? Well, we've had quite a few adventures recently. Uh, We just got back from Radford, Virginia. Those of you who follow the Paranormal Quest channel have already seen that episode that we released from the St. Albans Sanatorium, a former psychiatric hospital in Radford, Virginia. And we were joined not only by Miranda, but also by Mr. Jason McKinney came with us. And it was quite the investigation. There was a lot of creepy activity. Uh, Some of it came at the end of the night in the isolation cells where you, I, and Jason were investigating. And we heard, I mean, it sounded like moaning or crying or uh, some sort of voice that was so clear. The only thing Jason and I could say, I think I looked at him and I said, the fuck? (laughs) And, And then Jason looked at me and said, 
are you serious right now? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's yeah. so it cool. Was, it was that creepy. And then there was quite a bit of other strange activity there. Miranda and I were uh, by ourselves investigating while you and Jason went and investigated together. And Miranda and I caught a really creepy EVP and yeah. had some really crazy responses and sounds. And it's just, that place is just absolutely wild. We've been wanting to go there for years and it did not disappoint. I'm glad for the first time in a long time, we were anticipating going to a place for a long time and we showed up and actually had a crazy amount of activity that doesn't wow. normally happen to us that's yeah. awesome can i see a picture of it yeah uh yeah let me see if i, can I, I don't would you say the name of it was saint albans sanatorium so it started Ooh. out as a boys school from 1892 to like 1913 mm -hmm. it was a boys school and had oh. two separate buildings and then in 1916, after they did extensive renovations on it, they connected the two buildings and it opened up as a basically a lunatic asylum, a psychiatric hospital. Wow. And it is very, very creepy. I mean, it's now a, they use it not only for paranormal investigations, but it's also a Halloween attraction. Oh. But yeah, there's wow. when it was actually a boys' school, so you can see how the two buildings are mm -hmm. separated there. That's the St. Albans School, and then they built onto the back of yeah. each of those buildings. It looks and like there's like a hall. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So you're talking electroshock therapy, you're talking hydrotherapy, you're talking about insulin therapy, which mm. is probably one of the most barbaric. Everyone wow. talks about the transorbital lobotomy as being extremely barbaric, but when you actually start to research some of these psychiatric treatments, Insulin therapy was far more bar barbaric because they literally would overdose them on insulin until they put them into a coma. That's crazy. And they would go into these convulsions from the overdose. Yeah. And then they would, they would literally, then they would revive them afterwards. And so many patients died from that type of treatment. Wow. So. It was awful. Yeah. And it was the doctor that built it, Dr. King, Dr. John King, I think was his name, Dr. John King. He built it to try and make it a nicer asylum was basically his goal. But again, back then in those days, it was it was a barbaric, a barbaric field of medicine. Mm -hmm. And there's not much you can do about it. He did have things that made it nicer. Like he had a lot more uh, land for them to go farming on. He had a bowling alley in the basement where they, if they had earned the privilege, they could go down and, and, and bowl in this two lane mm. bowling alley. And yeah. But besides that, I mean, still you're talking all those different therapies and, the tour guide that we had told us that the patients knew when they were going to be getting electroshock therapy when they woke up in the morning and they weren't served breakfast. If they didn't oh, get to eat, they knew wow. it was their turn to go do electroshock. Oh, my gosh. I feel yeah. like most asylums kind of started out with good intentions and then warped over time. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's a matter of like the administrative staff kind of warping it or if it was the state or if they just genuinely generally had somebody in charge that was just a tyrant, a, a, just a horrible person. Yeah, I always got the vibe that it was back, like back in the day when they first came onto the scene, these types of locations, it was a place for these practicing doctors who couldn't really get hired anywhere else because maybe they themselves were a little nutty mm -hmm. and they just wanted to go in and, and practice all of these different uh, procedures and stuff to maybe be the first on the scene to get the recognition for it, no matter how mm -hmm. barbaric that it was. Yeah. yeah. They didn't really care 
who they performed it on. Mm-mm. And it wasn't as closely regulated. You know, there was more room for experimentation mm-hmm. in the forms of trying to make strides in psychiatric medicine. It just became like the Wild West of medicine. Let's try this. Let's try and cut out a piece of their brain and see what happens, you know? Let's shove a ice pick through somebody's eyeball, just above the eyeball, and just... Let's fuck around and see what happens. It's like, it's insane. Or even let's throw off, you know, throw off their body's ability to regulate blood sugar, you know, with overdosing them on insulin just to see if that affects their brain chemistry in any way. You know, it's like, and we still don't, in today's day and age, we still don't understand the brain as much as we hope to, you know. Mm -hmm. The brain Mm -hmm. is such a mystery, which is what makes the paranormal so mysterious is because we don't know if some of the things we experience are simple, simple brain chemistry or whether it's actually something that we're seeing. You know, they talk about night terrors and the hypnopompic hallucinations, waking mm-hmm. up and seeing a shadow over your bed or waking up and not being able to move. And, and you know, and then people don't even know what dreams are. You know, there's theories I've seen that dreams are uh, visions of another reality, another dimension. And it's like, but it, we know that we see these things, but because it's such a subjective experience, nobody knows why. Yeah. I think that's what makes the brain so mysterious. You know, what also makes the brain mysterious is the fact that it named itself. Mm-hmm. You ever thought about that? Mm-mm. What did it name itself, Louie? No, brain. Oh, brain. <laughs> it like, who <laughs> randomly was just like, hmm, brain. Yeah. The brain gave itself its own name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The brain gave everything its name. I still <laughs> am under the impression that it all comes from mushrooms. Hey. You know? I love like, how we went... Oh, sorry. Go I ahead. was going to say, like, did you know mushrooms make music? Yeah. It's weird. That's so weird. It I is. know. It's so weird. No, I was going to say, it's so weird how, like, we went from, like, we're going to start with cryptids. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the pre-ramble. And then, yeah. I know. It's the pre-ramble for the actual topic. I we're think still it's really doing funny. cryptids. St- stay tuned. Yes, yeah, we are. I promise. I promise. I bet you those cryptids were probably on some mushrooms. Oh, they have to be. Maybe, or the people that saw them. (laughs) That's also true. You never know. Honestly, Mm -hmm. you never know. Interestingly enough, I would love to do more research into that because I just ordered two books. Um, Well, one of them is is, is in relation to the impact of psychedelic mushrooms on Mm. certain religious practices. Mm. So That's pretty cool. Be interested to see what that book holds. I haven't had time to read it That was me, sorry. Oh, that's okay. I haven't had time to read it yet, but... I'll be excited when I do. Yeah, I'm sure it's quite interesting. It is. So, are we ready to get into cryptids? Well, he didn't talk about his week. Oh, talk about your week, Dave. Oh, thanks, Viva. Thanks sorry. For remembering. You're welcome. We got on a, I off love on a tangent. You. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> uh, I mean, in all honesty, my week. In all honesty, my week hasn't been that interesting. I spent most of it sleeping. I don't know why. I've been very tired lately. Very sleepy. So, like the last two days since we got back from being on the road i've just been like asleep he's a sleepy boy you know honestly your body just tells you what you need and sometimes you do just need to sleep yeah that's okay yeah and i mean realistically you guys do your investigations and stuff together so i kind of understand you guys obviously have the same sort of week yeah but yeah yeah, it's good to sleep rest is important the sometimes the chronic fatigue catches up with you and you just got to sleep. Yeah, so. you're not wrong. All right. Are we ready to dive into our first cryptid? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> now, some of these are quite funny. 
um, and just ones that I haven't heard of before. And these are all ones that have been seen or cited in the state of West Virginia, right? Yes. So, from Webster Springs, we have... Webster Springs, West Virginia. We have the Abaguchi. (laughs) The Abaguchi? What in the world is an Abaguchi? I don't know. We're about to find out what the Abaguchi is. See, that's my... Right there, what the heck is the Abaguchi? (laughs) That's the first article that came up. Oh my gosh. First of all... That looks like a Pomeranian. Yeah, that looks like a, a <laughs> mutated spider monkey. Says the Abaguchi is a creature native to Costa Rica that was introduced to West Virginia by the State Division of Natural Resources to combat growing predator populations outlets reported in the early 2000s. So wait, is it real? So, okay, so then that doesn't sound like a cryptid to me. That sounds like a creature. That sounds like a, a, a species. Yeah. So That's a it, wild name, though. It can't be a cryptid if it... I mean, however, only a few short weeks after the article's release, Wilson confessed that the article being... To the article being a hoax. The problem was first reported in 2001 when Jim Wilson from the Webster Echo saying the creatures had been attacking wildlife and livestock across Webster Springs area. The article described the creature as a fierce carnivore that would eat animals as small as a rabbit or as large as a horse. What is yo (laughs) yo chill? Why'd you zoom in? That's terrifying. It has one front tooth. It looks like it looks like a fucking Furby. (laughs) (gasps) It could be a Furby. Oh, we've always known Furbies were a problem. Cease and desist from the Furby company. Who makes Furbies? uh, Mattel. Is it the Division of Natural Resources (laughs) of West Virginia? There are many conspiracy theories about Furbies too that we'll have to go into one day. That's terrifying. I hate that. That is. I mean, we've we found the model. It's the Abaguchi, Dave. Yeah. When you're editing this future, Dave, put a put that picture up on screen so that people can see. Yeah. You tell me that's not a Furby. (laughs) I just like looking at it. I can hear them. Like the. I can just hear. Mmm, yum. Oh my god. <laughs> that's why. That is, the, honestly, that's terrifying. Is it just like a head? Is there a body? Like, what does it look like? I don't know. It looks like a what me- happened to the Taco Bell dog after it lost its career. Oh, hard drugs. Yeah. Don't do drugs, kids. No. Don't do it. I don't know. What do you think? Do you believe in, in the Abaguchi? I don't. I mean,. I don't know. Once again, I am very much in the realm of anything is possible. Nothing is completely impossible. There's at least a 0.001% chance. Um, But that shit right there (laughs) looks like an abomination. I don't know who gave gave anyone the authority to create something so vile. Um, not to, I don't know if the Abaguchi, shout out to the Abaguchi if they're watching. Can you link it, their YouTube channel? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who created this thing, but it does not need to exist. It looks like it's in pain. <laughs> it's like, kill me. <laughs> like, it's horrifying. Yeah. And it says that they are the size of a medium sized dog at three feet long and 35 pounds when fully grown. That's cause I think it, it it's the Taco Bell dog. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> that's when you have that's what it looks like when you have too many gordita crunches True. and Baja Blast together. <laughs> that's what happens when you feed it to a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Oh it my turns gosh. into a living Furby. 
Yeah, I don't know if this Abaguchi is real or fake, but it doesn't need to exist. I'm so sorry. Yeah, and I mean, it says, and what's really deceiving about this article is the article starts out as if it is a real thing. The Mm -hmm. Abaguchi is a creature native to Costa Rica that was introduced to West Virginia by the Division of Natural Resources to combat growing predator populations. It's like, that to me sounds like this is a real thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, I mean, I mean, should we Google, is the Abaguchi, can you Google that? What? Is the Abaguchi a real creature? Jamie, pull up on the screen if the Abaguchi's a real creature. <laughs> the Abaguchis. It is indigenous to Costa Rica. Y'all writing these articles need to, if it's a crypto, if it's, if it's a cryptid, if it's cryptozoology, quit using words like is. Yeah. Put like allegedly it is indigenous to Costa Rica, or it is believed to be indigenous to Costa Rica. Because this, I'm reading this, I'm reading about a real creature. It makes it de- it makes it definitive. Yeah, it makes it a guarantee that this is actually a creature that is native to Costa Rica. It doesn't make it a cryptid. It just makes it a creature. So wait, that thing is real? That Taco Bell looking? <laughs> Maybe that was the inspiration for the Furby. Oh, I feel so bad for that animal. It has to be in pain because that thing is <laughs> ugly as sin. <laughs> Gosh. Like, it says that it's not a hoax, but the, the hoax is the story in 2001. Huh. This is a strange one. This is, yeah. I mean, realistically, if I saw that when I'm walking around at night in the woods, I'm going to kick it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to kick it. Maybe we need to go Abaguchi hunting. Maybe. Do you think if you kick it, it makes the Taco Bell noise? <laughs> Yo quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I am not, I'm totally not with animal cruelty at all. I love animals, oh, you yeah. know, of all sorts. But if that thing was like nipping at my freaking ankles, is getting the shit kicked out of them. For real, for real. Well, you know what they said in that other article? They said it's considered to be like the piranha of the land that it'll it, like it, eat anything. It could piranha the shoe in its mouth because it's going to get the business. Ah, don't zoom in on it. <laughs> oh my God, it's balding. <laughs> Why does that thing have a receding hairline? I hate that. I don't know. I hate that for that creature. The Abaguchi was believed to be a mix between an owl, fox, and a deer that was native to Costa Rica. <laughs> this now, can't be true. Now tell me how that work. <laughs> a what? Know. Wait, a what? An owl, a fox, and a deer. That would be a freaky porn vid. Bro, what are you talking about? Somebody explain to me how to help. <laughs> who was on top in this whole situation? Who, who was the male? What? Can it fly? Does it have wings? I don't know. I have so many questions and not enough answers, and that's not okay. I'm not okay with that. Costa Rica, shout out to Costa Rica, but get get it together, girl. <laughs> what what do y'all think? Let us know in the comments. Do you think the Abaguchi is real? Do you think it's a an owl fox deer? Do you think it's the Taco Bell dog? What's going on here? Do you here? think it's a Furby? Do you think it's a Furby? Yeah. Do you think it's somebody who's rogue Pomeranian? With vitiligo? <gasps> and, <laughs> and balding. Somebody just shaved its head and it's just stuck that way. It has parvo. Oh! <laughs> somebody please put that thing out of its misery. It's in pain. The parvo abaguchi. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, l- leave a comment down below. Uh, tell us what you think about the abaguchi. Let's look up at the oh. let's look up the next one. Oh! Probably. Where's that at? What? <laughs> West Virginia cryptid mini golf in Morgantown? What? Wait a second. Hold on. Let's click that. Do they have the abaguchi? 
Let's click that. Let's see what that's about. I want to play the Abaguchi hole. Oh, look at that. It's like glow in the dark. Cryptid. Cryptid mountain mini golf. <gasps> oh, <gasps> look at that. You guys, go. Morgantown. I don't want to drive. <gasps> look at the Mothman one. I don't want to drive, but I will absolutely go. We have to go. We have this. to go. Have to. This uh, isn't for the podcast. This is just for us. I want to go there. Yeah, we're going cryptid golfing, y'all. There we go. There we go. Cryptid Mountain That's... Miniature Golf. Okay, yeah. bookmark that. We got to save that. Okay, so the next cryptid is is the o Ogwa Monster. The Ogwa Monster. Let's see what this is all about. And guys, we're going to get to like Mothman and Flatwoods Monster and all those very well-known ones. These are just ones that we've never heard of. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a whole museum for Mothman. There's a whole museum for Flatwoods. Let's, let's give these guys some shine, okay? Yeah. We got to give the Agua monster. Yeah, that's just a snapping turtle. And it's not spelled like aguas in like water in Spanish. It's O G U A. Ogua? Ogua, Ogua monster. Is what I would say. Yeah, Ogua. The Ogua monster. It's a 20 foot long monster that is said to lurk along the Monongahela River in Marion County. Checks out. This <laughs> river monster has had several names over the years the Reevesville monster, the Holt monster. Holt monster, but is mostly known as the Ogwa monster. That's that's just a giant snapping turtle. Yeah. It says it's supposed to be a 500-pound giant alligator snapping turtle-like creature. That's crazy. I mean, when you start going into, like, water creatures and stuff, creatures that dwell in rivers and oceans, I begin to believe you because, mm -hmm. like, like, I believe that more than I believe, like, a land cryptid. There is yes. some weird shit that dwells underneath the surface of the water. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, like, that could easily be some sort of, like, prehistoric creature. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. you... No. That they haven't discovered yet. Yeah, that mm -hmm. they just haven't discovered. And, like, people are finding animals all the time, you know, that were, like, recent, or not recently, but, like, previously extinct. And um, all of a sudden, they just show up back in the population. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. look at that. But that looks like an alligator snapping turtle. Agreed. Yeah. And, and because they dwell in the water and we don't dwell in the water, it's harder for us to find them. I mean, yeah, we have, you know, boats and submarines that can go underwater, but, you know... These creatures could have very, very well-developed biological camouflage. Yeah, and remember, in the last, um, one of the last podcasts, I forgot which one it was, but I remember mentioning we know more about space than we do about the ocean. Yes. Yeah. It's possible. Mm-hmm. It's terrifying. I hate it. And the last sentence there says its origins are said to be from prehistoric times. See? Boom. I know what I'm talking about, okay? Mm -hmm. hey. I know what I'm talking about. That's just like with alligators and stuff. Technically, they don't have like, for lack of better words, like an expiration date or anything. It's just like when they just either meet their match, something that's bigger than them that can take them out. They just kind of just live and they just keep continuing to exist. Lobsters are the same way. They can just continue to exist. A lot of... Uh, different species of turtles. They can be hundreds, 200 year old. Like you really don't know. But I just saw the Og the, the Ogwa monster. It said it has been known for crushing an entire deer. Ooh. Ooh. So like an alligator. Yeah. Whoosh, it's over. And I mean, it is kind of, it's kind of crazy too, because being from West Virginia, I spent a lot of my childhood sw swimming in rivers and creeks and, you know, went to camp and literally learned to swim in a creek had like water snakes swimming up to me and like but like that is just like 
to experience that and to be like swimming and see something like that would be just terrifying. See, just a little bit. <laughs> see, my thing, I'm a New Yorker. So the only river we ever concerned ourselves about is the Hudson River. And everybody knows, do not get into the Hudson River. <laughs> do not. So therefore, I just have a fear of open water like that. That might be where the Ogwa came from. You never know. Honestly, be. there's so much like pollution, not only pollution, but like we all know about mobsters. Mm-hmm. You talk about we're sleeping with the fishes. Well, not we're, but <laughs> you, we're going to make you sleep with the fishes. Yeah. No. So no, I don't play with open water. And mm-hmm. you don't know the size of them fishes either. You don't, mm-hmm. especially like catfish. Catfish get huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ever and seen noodling? noodling you you never watched someone go noodling is that like a sex thing no no i swear it's it's <laughs> it's it's a form of, of fishing catfish where they go into these creeks and and like shallow water streams and they'll go in and they'll look under rocks for where the catfish are and the way they catch them is they shove their whole arm into their mouth and then Yo. pull the catfish out no mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> i've seen that before i didn't know it was called noodling so i apologize yeah. sorry um Offended. but get over it um but no that uh, why why would you do that there is not that much like i need to get a catfish in my life that i'm gonna shove my hand my i'm fisting a fish (laughs) what the that's so that's so like does does the catfish need therapy afterwards because like you're just like sleeping. La, 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 la. Somebody's touching the top of your head and you're like, oh, what the? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God. The catfish are victims. <laughs> uh, we, need a, we need a support group for catfish. Oh my gosh. Shout Cat- out to catfish. Catfish victims of noodling. So the last one is called the... Marion County mm-hmm. Vegetable Man. <laughs> okay, wait, stop right now. I gotta go. <laughs> vegetable Man? The Vegetable Man. Is it just like. <sighs> I don't know. We're about to learn. I've never heard of it. Shout out to WBOY in Clarksburg for bringing you all of the crazy cryptid articles. There um, he is. Oh, God. Ew, what's he sucking? With his hands, you see it. I think oh, he's the, blood. Like, like he's literally extracting blood from the man. Ew. Okay. What is the vegetable man? It says the vegetable man of West Virginia is a little-known hoax that is said to have occurred in Marion County near Granttown, just north of Fairmont. It was first described in an issue of Gray Barker's new letter from newsletter from March of 1976 as a thin, plant-like with yellow eyes, pointed ears, and suction cup fingers with needle tips it sounds like something horrific a child would dream up in a nightmare yeah yeah it looks like it looks like something like somebody would make like from corn husks like you know how people make like like um oh scarecrows like a scarecrow Mm -hmm. type of thing i couldn't think of the word i'm so sorry but yeah that's ew i hate that looks like the the top of it looks like one of those um troll dolls yeah with the with the plume of hair i love how they say that guy they say gray barker is a a well-known hoaxer from the 50s to the 80s oh my gosh wouldn't that be a uh reputation to to aspire to i know right leave it to clarksburg to you know (laughs) 
Huh? Oh boy. Who specializes in UFOs, paranormal events, and known for, of his research and correspondence is kept in Clarksburg Harrison Public Library. Huh. Ooh. Maybe we'll have to go check out some of his books. Yeah, so the vegetable man. It reminds me of if anybody has ever played the game Banjo Kazooie and the opening world where you're first learning how to do everything, there's these carrots that hop around. And that's kind of what he looks like. <laughs> he yeah. does. Well, does it give like the reason? Well, nobody's going to really know the reason, but like, why does it have needle fingers, needle suction fingers? Are there any like reports of people having an interaction with it or? I don't, I don't know. What's, what's crazy to me is like, that could be something that someone could make a, a horror video game about. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Like they could literally have just, you're walking around the woods running from the vegetable man. Or like a cornfield. <laughs> Because it's like tall and slender. You could be in a cornfield and it could mm -hmm. just be standing right next to you and it could just like jab you and suck you. Pause. Stop. Right now. Delete it. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. But like it's got needles and suctions. It's like sucking. Su it's, it's trying suck to your suck blood. your blood. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> With its suction fingers. I couldn't get it out. So all of you indie horror game developers out there, you need to check out. The Marion County Vegetable Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make a game <laughs> surrounded by the lore of the Vegetable Man. Uh, it's supposed to be very tall, arguably over seven feet tall, thin with a semi-human shape. And it appears to be partly plant-based, so it would be vegan approved, or vegetarian approved. Mm -hmm. I mean, are we sure that's not just Jacob Elordi, like, running around, or like Bill Skarsgård? It could be. Running around. <laughs> like, maybe they're just practicing for an upcoming role, you know? It's possible. They're, what is it called? Uh, method acting. Mm -hmm. Ooh, there you I, go. Can I read the sighting? Read the sighting. Oh, I want to do this really dramatically. <laughs> Here we go. Get ready. The only the way that the Marion County Vegetable Man deserves. We're getting serious, y'all. In 1968, in the woods around Fairmont, West Virginia, Jennings Frederick was out on a hunt. As he moved through the woods in search of game, Frederick heard an odd noise. It sounded like a record player running faster than it should. A sort of high-pitched jabbering. When he tracked down the source of the sound, he came face to face with the creature. Jennings would go on to say that the being looked weakened, sickly. The jabbering increased. Probably because all it eats is vegetables. Probably. <laughs> no, it's sucking. Oh, no, that's true. <laughs> Suddenly, he could make out. He could make out the words. You need not fear me. No, I have. To, that's my part. To communicate. That's my part. I come as a friend. Oh, sorry. That's do my it. part. Because okay, I'm going. You need not fear me. Yeah, do it. Yeah, I yeah. I'm scared. <laughs> that right there, I mean, looking at that creature, it does need medical assistance. It does. It needs uh, an IV drip. It needs some fluid. With that, the creature lunged at him and wrapped Frederick up in, a in its surprisingly strong arms. Ooh. Frederick was unable to break away from the embrace as the creature pierced his skin with the thorns on its fingers. Sounds erotic. While it drained the blood from him, Frederick found himself enthralled by the flashing colors of the creature's eyes. Then almost as quickly as it had pounced, the vegetable man 
raced away up the hill. He hit it and quit it. (laughs) (laughs) Frederick then claimed to hear a deep humming on the other side of the hill. He surmised that it might have been the sound of the creature's ship taking off. Of course. Implies that he felt the monster was extraterrestrial origin. Hmm. To date... The 1968 encounter is the only sighting of the vegetable man. Of course it is. Because I'm not surprised. Jennings, who, by the way, why is your first and last name swapped? Jennings, Fed, Frederick? I don't know. Frederick Jennings. I feel like that is, I, I can't, I already don't trust this guy. Jennings <laughs> is the first name. I don't trust you. I'd trust Frederick Jennings more than Jennings Frederick. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Jennings Frederick, he's, he's hiding something. There's a body out where he got sucked um (laughs) somebody needs to check that out but um yeah that all sounds insane for one and for two it is like i need medical assistance i come in peace but then all of a sudden he's like big buff skinny man and he's like wrapping you up and pouncing on you and sucking you and like (laughs) like that don't sound like it needs medical attention i don't know i feel i feel like if this wasn't just being made up for attention that there was some strong hallucinogenic drugs going on. Mushrooms. Oh, yeah. Mushrooms. The vegetable man. <gasps> the vet. Ve- <gasps> he was high. We figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. He was just high and he didn't know how to hide it. So he was just like, um, um, it's the vegetable man. Exactly. It was the vegetable man. <laughs> but the question, why would it tell him, like in his story, what doesn't make sense to me is, why would it tell him that it wishes medical assistance and then attack him and suck his blood out and then leave to go get on its ship? Because drugs are bad, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like, especially if it's this is the only encounter. He had needles in his arms. He was... He was on something, dude. I guarantee, especially with that being the only sighting, the only story about a vegetable man. Especially in the late sixties. Yeah, he was getting it on. He was listening to Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin. He was dreaming about Woodstock and and cussing out Richard Nixon, cussing him out. (laughs) I am not a crook. He, he was on one. He was he was on something. I promise you, uh, that man, that was not no alien. No, that somebody was... no. You know what the noise was as well, like the humming and stuff. Somebody probably saw him tweaking in the on the side of the road and was like, "Nah, I ain't touching that." And then they drove away. <laughs> they probably tried to help him. Probably. So what, what do you guys think, Vegetable Man? Is he real or was it a uh, mushroom induced hallucination or? What do you think? Let us know. Leave us a comment down below. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't we scroll down? What is that? That's the vegetable, man. picture save that picture and put it in oh my god why is he sitting like that oh my god oh my god wow oh my god i love his six pack of abs or or peppers we found true evidence of the of the vegetable man we found it oh 
I had I had to move. I had to move. Viva left chat for that one, yeah, you guys. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. That was ridiculous. Oh, but... I can't feel my face. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Wow. I love this is this is what the internet is good for. Exactly. Ooh, I was uh, not expecting. I all wasn't that. expecting that either. And then when you went full screen, I couldn't do it. I couldn't hold it together. Oh boy! Oh. Yo, he's uh, whose man's is this? Whose whose man is that? Oh, look at those claws! Yo, oh my God, <laughs> he needs a pedicure. God, the cost of produce nowadays too—that's an oh expensive God. costume. For those of you who can't see, it's <sighs> literally a a man. This, this is a person that is laid on what looks like a futon <laughs> and he has vegetables all over him. Like he has cabbage and lettuce covering his entire body. He has purple cabbage on his chest. It looks like there's peppers as like a six pack and he has carrot fingers and like celery forearms and biceps and stuff. I don't know what's happening, but this is why the internet was created. Yeah, very creative. Shout out to that person. I he hope they're watching. Not, wow. Okay. Was not expecting the vegetable man <laughs> to go there. But. Yeah, and I'm so sorry for laughing like that, but oh my God. That was that was great. That was great. Uh, that That's the end of my list. Okay. So, so since we saw it on the side, do we want to go into Indrid Cold? Yeah, we, he's right there yeah. under popular pages. Indrid Cold. Now, in regards to Indrid Cold... Please explain to me, because I did not know about the Silver Bridge situation. Supposedly, at least, uh, to be honest, I got that from the movie The Mothman Prophecies. Oh, okay. So, But I'm assuming that's also a part of the lore from the actual Mothman story, because where else would they have got it? He's the one that he was talking to on the phone mm-hmm. that kept calling him Richard Gere. Maybe oh. they just combined the two into the one movie. I'm Maybe. not sure. Can you Google that, Dave? Just like injured, cold Mothman. Sure. Just, I want to see what the relationship is. Is a mysterious man believed to be connected to the Mothman? It may also refer to, yeah, a.k.a. the Grinning Man. Yeah, okay. so it's, it's it's believed to be connected, or he's believed to be connected to the Mothman. But the Grinning Man would just be absolutely terrifying. Yeah, and honestly, a lot of people think that that is the same person, spirit, entity, whatever you want to call it, that is at the Lafayette Hotel. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. The Grinning Man. That's who they think is at the hotel. Um, with the hotel being on both the Ohio and the Muskingum River, there's constantly flowing water. And a lot of um, different religions and practices and stuff believe that flowing water is like something spiritual. Um, so some people believe that maybe something or somebody brought this person, entity there. Wow. Um, but he always has a smile on he literally looks exactly like that i'm not even kidding i've seen him a couple times really yes he looks exactly like that and he has a tan sort of suit that's creepy that is creepy yeah there's, there's um sorry i was gonna say there's the, the the thing about me is like smiles are way more creepy than anything like if i see someone standing there stone face cold i will not be as freaked out as if i see someone standing there just like, that is terrifying. Like, the only horror movie I've watched in the past five years that genuinely made me uncomfortable was the movie Smile. I haven't watched it. Oh, my gosh. You have to see it. I don't think I've seen it either. We'll have to have a movie night and watch Smile. <gasps> it is so good. Me but you either. were saying the Lafayette Hotel? Yeah. The Lafayette. There are several people that have said that they have seen a grinning man 
in the hotel, whether it be in the basement or upstairs in the room or in the lobby, um, the very first encounter was by, um, I think a previous employee, I think, I don't think she still works there. Um, but she said she was up at the front desk. She was counting the money for the day cause she was starting her shift and she looked up from the cash and she saw a man, um, who seemed like he was really tall. Um, he had a tan or like brownish sort of suit on and he was crouched down on the floor. Like he was about to like jump at her. Um, So I guess he like moved a certain way that made her think it was going to jump at her. So she like screamed and like dropped the money. And he just like had this really big Cheshire cat smile that went across his face. And then he just kind of left. Like he just disappeared. And several people have said that they have seen like they'll walk into a room and they'll see a man in the corner like smiling. And then they go to turn the light on and it's gone. Or, like, people will see him sitting in the lobby, and as they're walking by, he's just smiling at them. And then, yeah, no thank you. No thank you. That would be terrifying. Yes. If I I saw that, like, I have gone to, like, you know, we've we've all gone to some of the scariest places in the world. That would make me leave. Yeah. Like, people always ask me, what would it take to make you leave a location and not, like, just drop, like, pack up everything and go? Spider. Seeing that. Uh Oh. Yeah. <laughs> seeing seeing a, a man in a suit standing in the corner of an empty room in the dark smiling at me, I'm out. Yeah. I'm, I'm gone. No, thank you. He doesn't even have to have ill intent. Just don't do that. All right. So, guys, we're going to go ahead and jump into some videos that we have. Uh, I actually brought some to the table, which is a first. Great job, Grandpa. Thank you. Proud of you. Thank you. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Here's the first one. And I want you guys to let me know, do you think this is real? What the? Oh. Yo, dead ass, look. It's a spaceship. Look, the whole street is up. There's a flying spaceship, look. What the? I love how there's just people getting out on the side of the highway. That's so dangerous. Look. That's crazy. Yo, what the f- Look at that. Hold the camera still. I know. <laughs> my gosh. gosh. Thoughts? That is um What's the word? I Stupid? <laughs> It is very stupid. That's not safe. I understand you're seeing a spaceship or a UFO, uh, whatever it might be, but don't just get out of your car on the highway. Yeah. And like, because you, first of all, you can get hit by another vehicle. Second of all, somebody could also pull over while you're walking away trying to film this UFO and carjack you. Yeah. People are not smart, but also like that can easily be like a balloon. You know what I think happened? I think that there was like a car wreck there and somebody was already filming like the car wreck that happened and then somebody just put in a UFO. That's also possible. Yeah, that could be, you know, someone who's good with visual effects put that up there. Um, Or it could just be uh, a certain military airplane, Mm -hmm. a military aircraft flying over because 
The United States military has a lot of aircrafts, some of which do not look like airplanes. Right. Yeah. Yep. They look very out of this world. Yes. They're what um, the kids say, sus. Yes. They look like something that's straight out of a sci-fi movie. Grandpa. <laughs> that's right. I'm learning the lingo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't think that that's anything like aliens, in my opinion. I don't either. It just is flying very slow. It is. I mean, is it possible that it's a UFO? Of course it's totally possible. Totally possible. Do I think it is? No, probably not. I don't I don't really think that it is. Well, this next one, <laughs> you're really going to be blown away. Okay? All right, let's see it. All right. Oh, wrong play. Entiendo. ¿Qué es eso? Nunca había visto eso. Uh, uh. Se está subiendo. Mothman? Yeah, whoever recorded that is really good at special effects. Thoughts? You think it's real? <laughs> I wish it was. That I would be wish. cool as hell. Yes, that would have been absolutely amazing. But um, the fact that it was perfectly centered, there was no shakiness, nobody else seems to be reacting around this situation. <laughs> Baby. Oh, my gosh. See, if I saw something like that in real life, that would freak me out. Yeah, I would think the world's ending. Same. Yeah. I would think the rapture's happening. I would love to see something like that. I wish that it was something. Like, I wish there was something out there that was... The closest thing I've ever seen to that is the fruit bats in Australia. True. Because those yeah. things are about... Massive. Yeah, massive. They are huge. They're not that big. When I first saw that, you know what? When he was crawling on the roof there, I thought it was a guy in a bat costume. <laughs> Which is what it kind of looks like. It's like, like he... I know. It's a guy on a, in a bat costume on like a sound stage or something or on like a green screen stage mm. or a blue screen and, and they just put the video in with special effects. Yeah, I thought at first it was like some rogue vigilante that got stuck up there and then I was like, oh, that's... Okay. That's VFX. <laughs> yeah. So what do you guys think? Leave us a comment below. Do you think that the UFO was real? Or do you think that the Batman guy was real? I'm the Batman. Cease and desist from uh, DC she? Comics. DC Comics just sent us a, de- a cease and desist. <laughs> Come on the show, Batman. <laughs> right? Wh- which version of Batman? Not Adam West. No. Rip. Rip Adam West. But Obviously. Uh, Robert Pattinson? No. Oh. Uh, ben Affleck? No. I can't think of his uh, name. Christian Bale. Christian Bale, yeah. Him? Although Ben Affleck was good. I like Ben Affleck. He was good. I thought, mm-hmm. I thought Robert Pattinson Kiefer, did well. Who, he who did else, all right. Who else did it? Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland? No, the other George guy. George Clooney. Uh, Michael, George Clooney. Michael. Michael, uh, that guy. Beetlejuice. Michael Keaton. Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. Yeah. Who else? Was there somebody else? There was one more Adam guy. Adam West. No, there was one more guy. George Clooney, yeah. Um, there was one more guy. I promise you. I don't know. Look up all the Batmans. Look Jamie, up. pull up all the Batmans in history. Pull up all the Batmans who played Batman. There's one more guy. Val Kilmer. Val, Val Kilmer. Kilmer. That's the name. Yeah. I knew it was a dude that like pursed his lips a lot. <laughs> I couldn't figure it out, but I knew it was a dude. Oh, oh my whatever. God. I'm yeah. not buying your website. <laughs> <laughs> 
God. Um, but yeah, we're going to move on to Ryan's submissions here. I specifically chose like what I thought were the most realistic terrifying encounters in the woods not saying that they're cryptids yeah but like ones that if i were in the woods hiking or walking around i would have shit myself oh boy let's see sorry that was my ankle i wasn't trying to make cody and satori noises <gasps> my ankle just popped gag a b c d e f g <laughs> <laughs> crack here we go terrifying scream caught on camera so this guy's mushroom hunting. That tree has a bunch. And then this log over here has a bunch. Take a walk over there. These look pretty big. Yeah, this, look how big that one is down there. It's gotta be about 12 inches across. And this one looks like it has a bite out of it. <laughs> And this one, and uh, there's one over here. Looks like it's holding some water. Huh? Gone. I think it's time to go. <laughs> Ow. I'm already in the car. It yeah. sounds like an elk in heat I or something. I was thinking it could be like a like mating season for like a deer or an elk or something. Yes. There's like a uh, like a heftiness in the chest the way it sounds. It doesn't no. sound like human. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. that sounds like an animal in heat to me. It does, yeah. It's like an elk going, Dick! <laughs> or... <laughs> or it's wow. like screaming, I'm finna not! <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> You never know, but it definitely sounds like an animal in yeah. like heat. Definitely, the thing for that was is it's just very it's too close for comfort. Oh yeah, animal or not, what did what did Jason say? Play that clip, or you say that clip? If anything comes out of that tree line bigger than a bread loaf, I'm gonna be up this tree. Yeah. <laughs> if any com and if anything comes out of there bigger than a bread loaf, I'm gonna be up this tree. I'm not kidding. Yeah, that's terrifying uh, to hear, but I don't think that that's anything like cryptid or. Yeah, that that would be terrifying to hear, especially if it was like dark outside, and you yeah. hear this elk like making that noise out of nowhere. Yeah, mm -hmm. no thanks. What do you guys think? Was that an elk or like a deer or something in heat? What do you think? All right, this next one. This next one is very unsettling. Okay, here we go. That's it? Yeah, that was the only, that was as long as the clip was. That's. I can't something something. That's gross. I hate that. That kind of sounded like somebody getting attacked yeah, or something. That sounds too real. Or yeah. someone, yeah. That right there, I mean, they, they automatically, of course, jumped. Like, was it a skinwalker trying to lure us into the woods? But I yeah. think, I mean, in that situation, I would run towards the screaming to try. Because that sounds like someone being that needs help. Yeah. They might have caught, like, a on the camera, like, inadvertently. I'm so happy y'all want to be heroes. <laughs> when y'all are running towards the noise in my head, all you're going to hear is, there goes my hero. Because I'm going to, I'm standing back. And I'm going to let y'all assess the situation. 
And if y'all need help, and then a hero comes along. <laughs> yeah, um, that's terrifying. But I can see how people would perceive it as like skinwalker territory, mm-hmm. um, only because skinwalkers are known to try to lure people mm-hmm. in by making human-like noises of of help, um, and it's. Ew, it's just terrifying. I don't know what to think about the, that one. I, I I mean, I do think that was a human. I don't think that was a skinwalker. Mm-hmm. But then again, I don't believe in skinwalkers. <laughs> but let's watch it one more time. Okay. a couple f bombs in there yeah see and what i would do especially like he obviously has his hand at his waistband mind you these are people with like their cell phone walking around in like a brush and like a in the woods or something um but like he has his hand on his waistband which indicates to me that he has a gun right if i thought somebody was in trouble instead of immediately running to it i'm gonna let off one shot right as like a warning Mm -hmm. of like if you're trying to somebody off in the distance i got a gun so what you trying to do yeah he can yeah you can definitely see he's armed you know he definitely has in his waistband he has a Mm -hmm. firearm turn the volume up and play it one more time dave i think that's yeah i want to hear if we can see what it's saying what they're saying to me it kind of sounds like somebody is being chased after because it sounds like the person who's saying it is running because you can kind of hear it in their voice You can tell that there's words there, but I can't tell what it's saying. It's like, help me, help me. I can't, something, something. Yeah. Something, something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be very creepy. I mean, that would make your hair stand on end if you were walking through the through the woods and you heard that. Like, human or not. Like, if it's a human, it almost makes it even more chilling. Because yeah. Because you're witnessing something horrifying. But There was, I don't, I can't remember who it was, but there was, uh, some people that were in the woods that were supposed to be like investigating someplace and they heard like a woman screaming in the background and stuff. And I think they actually said that within the vicinity that they were in, that they were actually near where a woman was found that was murdered. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to look up that one for okay. you guys. Because there's like a, because they were on YouTube and like all that. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it. it's like two dudes. Mm. two like young dudes maybe we can find it for the next podcast maybe but it just kind of reminded me of that because they were recording trying to find evidence and you could hear like wow like mm. in the background and then of course like a couple days later this lady was found dead oh yeah. really oh, yeah wow. yeah Ooh, that's creepy that Wild. is really creepy so what do you guys think for this spe- specific tiktok right here do you think it was them hearing the remnants or the ongoing attack of some woman or do you think they were hearing a skinwalker trying to lure them into the woods towards it into a trap i don't know what do you guys think let us know in the comments below yeah let us know and if you have any more videos like this let us know send them in to our email and we will check them out on the podcast yeah we will okay so email voicemail 
email voicemail. Let's jump into some viewer emails and some voicemails, guys. All right, guys. So the very first uh, viewer email that we got is from Amy. And she says, I'm not sure if this is paranormal, but I've got Beardo stumped. And I wanted to see what you guys thought. This picture was taken 10 years ago at a friend's wedding. There is a man behind me that was not at the wedding. The photo was taken on an iPhone. Did I catch a ghost in the picture? Love you guys. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Amy. First of all, love you too, Amy. Hey, girl. How you doing? Thank you, Amy. Yeah. We appreciate it. Let's see if we can take a, uh, a crack at trying to debunk this one. Okay. First of all, I already see it. Second of all, he finna get punched. Ooh. I hate that. First of all, everybody's so cute in that picture. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, ew. That's creepy. I hate that. I mean, debunking-wise, the only way to debunk that would be to say it's a living person behind you. But if it's not someone at the wedding, then if it's someone who's not even there... Either that or you just had a creepy guy lurk out of the woods behind you and then lurk <laughs> back into the woods. I was going to say, was like the wedding held in like a public space where people could just kind of go as they please, like in the woods or whatever. Um, yeah. And, and it looks like a solid person. It doesn't look like an apparition or like a mist or anything like that's very distinctly an old man behind her. And you can just see like the forehead, the eyes, and the nose, and part of the mouth. Mm-hmm. You know who it is? Who? Sam Elliott. Is it Sam Elliott? Let me see. <gasps> it's Sam Elliott. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's Sam Elliott. You should have asked for an autograph. Sam Elliott's sneaking out of the woods behind you, though. Isn't he? He passed away, though, right? No, he's still alive. Is he still alive? Mm-hmm. There's no way. That is a very strange picture. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure what to think about that. It is, uh, I mean, if he definitely wasn't there at the wedding, then that is pretty bizarre that he would just appear like that behind you in, in, in the, in the photo. I love that you caught that and you could send it to us, but I hate that for you. Very weird. Very strange. If Um, I were you, I'd try and contact everyone at the wedding and try and see if anyone has a loved one that looked like that that had passed away. Or there's any pictures, other pictures from the wedding as well. Yeah, if you you go through all of your other photos and you happen to see another one of him in there, send it in and we'll check that out too. All right, so we've got another email here from Peyton's Pawpaw. Oh my God, that's cute. Is that the email? Yes. Peyton's Pawpaw. My God, <laughs> that's adorable. Love that. I love that. I know. I know. She goes on to say, I have added what I believe the messages voices are saying. These are all as I receive them 100% authentic, original, and unmolested. Please listen and get back to me with your opinion as to what they may be and why they have decided to contact me. Some of these messages and names are personal to me, so yes, some of them are very relevant. Thank you for your time. You ready to listen? I'm ready. Let's sure. listen to, to Peyton's Papa. What Peyton's Papa sent us. Okay. Hmm? Yeah, turn 
it up. Okay, I don't... Is, is there a timestamp at all? There isn't, but they think that it... They have listed on here that it's saying it is unnatural. Okay, let's listen to that okay. one more time then, and we'll see if we can... Maybe, can you turn up the dial on the thing? Because that's as loud as my phone goes. Now the dial's all the way up. All right, here we go. I can hear what she's talking about, um, but I think it might just be movement. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it sounds like feet shuffling. Mm -hmm. I agree. But yeah, like with with the sound of it is sounding as though it's words with the with the shuffling and then the combination of that and the whatever is like creaking. Yeah, it yes. sounds like like maybe there's an air conditioner running in the background. There's something running mm-hmm. too. So like I don't I don't know. Like a fan or something. Yeah. Can I hear it one more time? Yeah. Yeah, it's right there at the end. Yeah. I definitely hear what she's talking about, but it sounds like that's what I was thinking—like pant legs mm-hmm. rubbing together or something. Yeah, here it sounds like that more so than like vocal tone, but you know. Yeah, we've got two more from her. Two more. Okay, let's okay. listen. They said on here that they heard help. Okay. Okay. I don't hear anything there either. I hear the dog shaking. Yeah. I hear in between the dog shaking. There. Oh, I hear what? Yeah, I hear what? You can hear it and it does kind of sound like help, but again, it's hard when you have those really in your face noises. Mhm. Because with the way the way sound works is every Every sort of wavelength has multiple frequencies. Yeah. So, yeah, you're hearing the sound of the dog's ear shaking, which is up here, but you're going to get other sounds down here that are all caused from the same source. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, so it's hard to say for sure that that is something paranormal or is a voice because you have those stacked frequencies all coming from the dog shaking its ears. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's hard to determine if that's something paranormal or not. Because you can definitely hear the ears going and like a little bit of the collar, like the ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very obviously. But there's something, there's something there. All right, let's listen to this last one here. What's that one supposed to be? It is listed as tap. Dear God, help me. All right, here we go. I mean, I hear that breathiness. I do hear it. Yeah. But I don't know. I I don't know if that's necessarily anything... 
paranormal. There's yeah. there's some other ass like there's so not so much, but there's enough contamination in the audio that makes it hard to determine. Yes, that's something paranormal. I agree. I can yeah. hear, like you said, I can hear the breathiness in there. I can hear that there's something in there, but who's to say? Yeah, yeah. And that's like whenever we do EVP sessions, we have to constantly tell ourselves stop moving and if you move make sure you tag that you moved because Mm -hmm. any sort of sound any sort of rustling any sort of can as i said stacked frequencies it comes through sounding like something that it's not on Mm -hmm. on the audio yeah so it's very difficult i mean that is so we we really appreciate you sending it over peyton's pop-on we really do love that you sent we don't have time to listen to all of them obviously but there might be more in that email folder that are more prevalent than those three that we listen to. But yeah. those three that we listen to are, to us, we would say that it would probably, if if we captured those on our audio recorder and we were like, okay, we are trying to figure out what we're going to include in the episode as evidence and what we're going to leave out, I would say all three of those, we'd probably choose to leave them out. Yeah. And I would suggest maybe next time that you do an audio recording like that, Whatever you're recording on, maybe set down in one spot instead. Of, to me, it sounds like it was being moved around. Yeah. Um, and then that way you don't have as much contamination. So just something to think about. Yeah. Especially if you feel like wherever this was recorded is having any sort of paranormal activity. Um, if you're having activity, then it's going to happen in any room in the house. So definitely just set the recorder down and see what happens. Agreed. Yep. Yeah. So now we're going to move on to some viewer voicemails. You called, you left us a voicemail, you want us to listen to it. Well, we're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna. All right, it's time for some viewer submitted voicemails. We do have a voicemail box set up. You called, we'll listen. If you want to leave your own voicemail of a paranormal story, anything creepy or anything you want to tell us, keep it shorter than 90 seconds and call the number 740-538-0477. That is 740-538-0477, and you can leave us a voicemail of your creepy encounter that's worth a scream. Oh, boy. Here we go. (laughs) All right, this first one comes from Aubrey. Aubrey, I like that name. Here we go. Hi, uh, this is Aubrey from Layton, Utah. Again, I had one more story. Um, So when I was a kid... I was terrified of the dark, especially um, sleeping at my house. Um, at night, I would hear like a shuffling sound that would always start down the hallway and then the hallway would turn and go to my bedroom and then the shuffling would stop. We had carpet. Um, and sometimes, and so I would keep the bathroom light on because I was so scared, um, which was across the hall from my bedroom. And one night, the bedroom light turned off and I heard laughing. And it terrified me. And I was so scared. I would, like, make a wall of stuffed animals to protect me. And it was it happened, like, almost every night. And then fast forward many years. We were at a family reunion. And me and my sisters were staying up late. Everyone else had gone to bed um, around the campfire. And we were just talking and sharing stories about when we were kids. And I shared that story. And my sister, Michelle, she said, oh, my gosh. Because she, she heard the same thing. She had heard shuffling footsteps. She remembers the light turning off by itself. And she remembers feeling so scared at night, but we never talked to each other about it. But we had both had the exact same experience, and we didn't know about it until like 20-some-odd years later. 
So that is my story. I think I agree with that. Like, first of all, that's terrifying. Thank you for your submission, Aubrey. I love your name, by the way. Um, But I completely agree with the whole ending portion of that, of having paranormal things happening and not actually addressing it until you're an adult. Because I feel like that's exactly why... I can only speak for myself, but I would imagine most investigators kind of have the same idea of that's why we investigate the paranormal because something happened when we were kids or when we were younger that we just didn't understand, didn't speak up about. And all of a sudden now it's kind of like you're brave enough to actually say something. Yeah. Um, I've definitely had those moments growing up where I would have something that happened and I didn't bring it up until like to my siblings or my mother until like, many, many years later. And it's like, oh, I had that happen too. Yeah, it's kind of wild because there are so many uh, instances and occurrences where people have experiences and they don't talk about it. And I feel like that's one of the things, the good things about the paranormal becoming more mainstream. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's there are so many negatives to the paranormal being so prevalent in content creation, but there's some positives to it too because it makes people feel more comfortable to share their stories which is part of the reason why we make content. You know, obviously we started making Paranormal Quest to prove to ourselves that there is unexplainable activity going on and possibly find an answer for that. But Mm -hmm. we found ourselves also making making it a priority to document the evidence to also help other people feel more comfortable like 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 they weren't alone you know like Aubrey said like that little girl sitting in the room hearing laughing and the lights turning on and off so that she would feel more comfortable when it happened to go to her sisters or her parents and tell them what she was experiencing you know so it's definitely that's definitely a crazy story Aubrey yeah yeah I imagine that would spark a lifetime interest in the paranormal after having that experience I would imagine so yeah Yeah. (laughs) that would be crazy to to experience but i mean that young. she wasn't wrong the wall of stuffed animals totally helped because sure, yeah. uh you know it kept her protected mm-hmm. i don't know if anything else happened to you in regards to the paranormal but uh if that was the end of your experiences then obviously the stuffed animals helped so shout out to squishmallow <laughs> <laughs> they're doing their part right tell me about it yeah, uh, that is that's all we've got for today. That ends yet another coffee and scream episode. Woo! And we have had a lot of fun talking about West Virginia cryptids, ones yeah. that uh, maybe you may heard, you may have heard of them, maybe you haven't. But also, we've discovered quite a few things, and that is when you stack vegetables on yourself, it can look very <laughs> monstrous, very sus, <laughs> very sus. Yes, that's one salad I would not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it brings a whole new meaning to toss in the salad. <laughs> we got to end it. We got to end it. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you guys so much for watching this episode of Coffee and Scream. We really really appreciate it. Uh if you like this episode, make sure you hit the like button, the thumbs up button, whatever you want to call it, and uh send us a voicemail or send us an email with some spooky videos and as always, Make sure you go and follow us on Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe. Yeah, don't forget to subscribe. You heard Viva. Yeah. Yeah. Subscribe. Or I'm coming for you. Oh, snap. I'll find you. You heard her, guys. All right, we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Uh. Period. Yeah.
Period. I was trying to be Prince. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs>